Uh, hey there, folks. How you doing? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Idiots uh, here on the Ice Holes Comedy Network kind of podcast place thing now. Uh, we're releasing them through uh, the Ice Holes uh, iTunes, uh, basically because we can't remember our password remember for Real Idiots. So we're going to so. put a new one up. That's what that's what's going on. Anyways, that's the train we're driving here, folks. Uh, doot doot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, so uh, welcome to the new uh, version of the Real Idiots. It's almost like the new Ghostbusters, like the new Real the new Idiots. Ghostbusters, the new Real Idiots. Yes. Uh, we've got a new format. Uh, we'll just run it through for you. We've got new releases, real releases, where we're talking about uh, the different things coming up. We give them basically our version of a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of deal. Uh, then we go to uh, Talk of the Town, um, where we give you all of today's movie news, talk about some crazy shit that's going on. Uh, then we uh, got our top five, our high fives, what, what do we call them? We plead the, the fifth. We plead the fifth. Oh, shit. Uh, we plead the fifth where we come down uh, with, uh, this week we're doing our top five Movies that scared us as children, you know, they're kind of children's movies. We look back at them now; those are kids' movies, but they scared, but they scared the fuck the out daylights of us out of us when we were kids. We can swear. Uh, <laughs> and I'm then, trying to get us sponsors, dude. I want Chipotle on our bandwagon. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> I want free burritos. It's happening. Anyways, uh, and then uh, lastly, we have our dunce cap, where we pick a guy. Every uh, it doesn't have to be a guy; it can be a woman, huh? Huh? We're uh, we're PC. Yeah. Um. Who's really fucked up. We really don't <laughs> think they've made a good decision career-wise. Which there's a lot of people, and a lot of times we go through the same people when we're ma- making our notes on what we're going to do. But we're, we're trying to keep it separate and trying to do it different every week. Right on. So let's get right into it. My little I'll have to get there in case we decide we to get song. music. Uh, I need to find that. We need to find some we'll find some music. And we'll, for Plead the Fifth, we'll take that Dave Chappelle clip as well, because that's yeah. the perfect song for it. <laughs> uh, keep, guys. Keep this, by the way. <laughs> uh, so here we are. New releases. Uh, we're just going to run through these. There's some great films opening right now. It's been a crazy month since uh, we last did this. Uh, we last did it. Um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man was uh, released. It's still... Uh, there in the box office, but not not doing so great. Not it's, anymore. I th- no. It's uh, now sixteen point eight mil uh, for uh, this week. However, it, I mean it's now in its third fourth third week. week. Oh, yeah, week, yeah, it's in its third week. Uh, they probably made back their money. Uh, they put like uh, something like three hundred, like it was like two, it was, you know it was two, like two fifty yeah, mil, mil into the actual production of it, and then like. About the same. Same for advertising. For advertising. For sure. Now they've cleared probably at least six hundred thou um, worldwide. So they're they've broken even. You know they're 600 making million. yeah six hundred mil. What I say? You said thou thou. That that would be a bad. That would be a pretty bad that opening. Bad opening for sure. Uh, um, so, so yeah, they've so made we, back their money, but I think they've got an idea. Like, look, people didn't really dig this. Yeah, kind of a step back. It is. So we both saw it. Finally, we both see a movie in the time that it comes out. And uh, we haven't had a chance, you and I personally, to discuss how we felt about it. Yeah. And I think we're mixed. There's a lot of, there's a lot of mixed uh, opinion about this film. Uh, I personally 
and you know, are, we're, we'll try and do this slightly non-spoilerish. Yes. But it might be hard. It's uh, a tough one. It was. I didn't like it. Honestly, it was a mess. I thought, like the tone was all over the place. I think there was no consistency consistency throughout the film. It started out kind of as a children's film. Uh, it was really kind of childish and playful, and then it became like strangely dark. Then it just got weird uh, in certain parts. A lot of things weren't wrapped up. Um, it. I get, okay, slight spoiler. Like, you don't even see what happens with uh, the major enemies uh, at the end. It's really just a big setup. It's, yeah, for, it's really just setting up the next movie. For uh, a Sinister Six. It's uh, You can tell that, like, Mark Webb had an idea, and then Sony got their sticky fingers involved, and it just... And he also had to carry on that whole... The, the I think the big sticking point for a lot of people was the... Um, the whole thing about Peter Parker's parents and what what they do. The whole, you know, there's a lot of material about those two people which aren't even really in the film other than then the, the beginning of the film. And it's, right. it doesn't seem to go anywhere. I'm sure there's going to be more to it in the coming films, but it's you would have thought with the way they set it up in the first one that you'd get the whole reveal in the second one, and you don't really. You, they don't pay it off enough. Um, I... However, you said you don't like it. I'm not saying that I love the film. I do like it better than the first one. And that's where my... The first one wasn't that great either. The first one sucked. But this one, I I don't know. I liked better having... I I wish... I mean, again, spoilers, man. I don't want to... A lot of people didn't like this one as much. They thought it was a drawback from the the first one. And I was like, I don't think either of them have been that good. They both... The, that movie, I watched the whole time going like, oh, okay, okay, it's going to... Oh, no, no, it's getting good, it's getting good. It's yeah. Oh, shit, why did they cost. do that yeah. stupidness? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of really a lot of stuff that stupid, didn't make, like... A lot of stuff that didn't make sense. It was over... Like, you know what it is? It was kind of camp... There's a lot of campy stuff, which it just seemed like, you know, once Batman Begins happened, everybody kind of went, oh, we don't have to make movies like... Like, bat... Like, Batman, Batman with Adam West. We can actually make them real. That's the thing. This film to me felt like Batman Forever. It felt like it, yeah. like it was oh, starting to turn into this Joel Schumacher joke kind of thing. It really, it really felt that but way. But still, at some points, were trying to be dramatic, which it didn't. It just didn't. Uh, it didn't play uh, for me. I was confused. A lot of the time, I mean, I wasn't confused. I knew exactly what was happening, but I was confused as to why, what, the why these decisions yeah. were being made. Why, like, anyways. And Peter you know what? We a should do, little bitch. We'll do a spoiler, uh, like, quick, quick podcast for this at some point and just rip through it. Because I know uh, we have another uh, friend of ours, Brian Jansen, another comic who wants to uh, really very wants much to talk about this film. And hate on it. He's salivating to just destroy this movie publicly so we're gonna give him that opportunity I yeah think. so that you know that's what uh, has come out uh in, it, in the time since we've last done it uh then we had uh some other great films opening neighbors had actually killed uh, really well yeah and actually beat um spider-man Spider-Man's in the box office and it's second yeah in its second week yeah Neighbors killed it. Yeah. Not, not. They didn't just like take, you know, take, take the, the box office. They fucking killed yeah. uh, Spider-Man in its second week. 
Uh, it's doing really well. Apparently, a very, very good comedy. I haven't seen it yet, but I am, uh, I am pretty interested. I gotta tell you, it was one I was mixed on because the first trailer looked a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. But as the coming trailers have come out, it it showed me like, oh, this this does have you know the kind of Judd Apatow. Uh, Seth feel. Rogen, good feel that you want to have. You know, there's a lot of times you see guys that do well in comedy, and then then they do they do one really good, or they do a handful of good pictures, and then they start just shitting the bed. Yeah. And so far, Seth Rogen has not shit the bed. He his his bed is shit free so far, which is nice to see. Yeah. It's good to know that somebody's it, putting out quality. It's in its second week, and it's uh, twenty five mil. Uh, it's it's opening second in the box office, and it's second week, uh, second only to. Uh, what was just released was uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. It's a Godzilla. <laughs> uh, we basically said that from the time I've seen this this film till now, I've been doing nothing but saying it's a Godzilla. It's a Godzilla. <laughs> like we just changed the word so much, but that's what kind of. Why. Anyways, Godzilla. Uh, something to check out. It's a. Uh, I won't I, again. Uh, I won't spoil it for you since you haven't seen it, but um, it is very enjoyable when Godzilla is on screen. Super exciting and really fun. Uh, when Godzilla is not on screen, less fun. Yeah. Less fun. Let's yeah. just put it that way. I, I didn't really buy a lot of the characters. That There really was not much character development between any of the people the stuff that they did try to develop, you didn't care. Uh, there was a lot of there, you know. It, it had uh, what I like to call World War Z syndrome, where it's like, okay, this is a global catastrophe. This guy leaves that situation, ends up in a new country where the exact same situation all of a sudden just shows up. Yeah, and he's still key to the situation somehow. By the way, I just saw that as well, and and that was one of the big things that I felt hurt that movie was it was he watches things happen and you're like how is he perfectly there and wasn't the point of the books that that guy wasn't there he was just following kind of the crumb trail well even and even in the books it was like a bunch of different people's stories like yes. different people's accounts yeah of, it wasn't one specific person but so it, it kind of suffered from that it's like oh no bad shit's going on here get on a plane go somewhere else the bad shit's still happening <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, you know, and, uh, the last, uh, number four this week in the box office is Million Dollar Arm, which are, is getting crazy, uh, good reviews. I think it's going to be the little kind of putt-putt film that could, it's not going to do huge, no. but it's a, uh... It's a Disney sports film. Yeah, but apparently it's really, really, like a really well-made, good, uh, feel-good film. That's the one where he goes to India, right? Yeah, it's yeah. John Hamm. He's John going Hamm. to India to train, uh, basically looking for cricket players for baseball, yes. uh, and brings them back, and it's kind of fish-out-of-water story. Um, yeah, I think it looks worth checking out. Probably not something I'm going to go to the theater and see no. with this many blockbusters this summer. No, absolutely. But something that I definitely want to check out, you know, when it comes out later on Netflix or something like that. Definitely. So that's uh, basically new releases. Uh, although we do have one more big release that is happening this uh, this week. Uh, and there's going to be a little... People have been talking that there's going to be a showdown. I do not think there's going to be a showdown in the least between these two films. I think the one film is just going to trump. And this one is going to have its second week drop off. That always happens. 
and I would say it's going to have a big drop off just based on after seeing the film. I don't think there's going to be a ton of hype for people to go see it or re-see Godzilla, but they're saying Godzilla versus Days of Future Past, X-Men Days of Future Past, uh, and I just think there's no contest. Days of Future no. Past is going to kill it. I, I think Godzilla might have a decent second week. Yeah, but it's not going to be it's not going to be like to the dollar getting close. Like it's not they're not going to be neck and neck. Yeah. By by a landslide Days of Future Past. It should take it. I mean really, like it's it's getting Brian Singer back in the the head. Mm-hmm. Um it's supposedly going to take care of a lot of the problems that we had in uh, you know, the third X-Men movie Last Stand as well as the Wolverine and and the little issues that people had with uh First Class. Mm-hmm. So and and it apparently opens up a whole new world. It, it it's maybe not faithful to the comics but faithful to the the tone of the comics and everything like that. So yeah. That's promising, and I, I you're right. It'll abs- I mean, that's that's the original X Men was the comic book movie that started comic book movies from being the only movies you watch. <laughs> Basically, the ones that they're putting money is yeah, money absolutely. into. Um, it's look. It's gotten a ninety one percent critics rating. Oh wow! Uh, it's like uh, on, on Metacritic. It keeps going. Uh, usually, you know, after all the press screenings. Stuff starts going down in turn like you start seeing the number go down a bit. Uh, this has only been going up as more and more critics start seeing it. Uh, it's it's higher right now than Cap Two, um, which oh, I wow. would never have expected. I really thought Captain America Two was probably the best uh, film that I was never expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to be as huge as it was. It was an awesome film. If you haven't seen Captain America Two: The Winter Soldier. Go see it. It is really, 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 really worth it. Thus far, the best. Take that Spider-Man money, put it in the Captain America, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's by far, I think we said this before, it's by far the best Marvel Universe film that's come out thus far. Yeah. I think Iron Man 1 and Captain America 2 are, like... Yeah, they're in I the mean, run. you're There's... excluding the Avengers, obviously, from from that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, an Avengers movie is going to trump all, regardless. Yeah. You can't... You have. I I I almost think uh, Cap Two is like really on par with Avengers. I think like, it, is too. it was I really it is. that well done. Anyways, um, check that out if you haven't. But Days of Future Past is getting the same kind of buzz, the same kind of uh, um, like scores before, and I'm tr- I'm just saving everything I can. Like I'm not. I'm trying not to read anything because I'm going to see the movie. If not tonight, then the day after, um, which is the night it comes out, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's looking incredible. It looks awesome. When the original concept was coming out and, and Brian Singer back on board, it sounded perfect. It sounded amazing. The first few trailers did not impress me, but as I said on the last podcast, that third trailer that they put out just really made me go, sold. oh my god, I'm doing this. And as well as the last few that they've put out, the mm-hmm. few extra, you know, they keep putting out sizzle reels about each character, and those all look phenomenal. And yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be one of the films of the summer, really. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to be one of the big ones, for sure. Right. So also, I mean, I mean, we're moving into talk of the town now, but uh, with Days of Future Past, it's funny because we've been seeing so many reviews... And people are really hyped about Quicksilver. Really excited about that character in the actual X-Men universe and how uh, they portray him in that film. Which is hilarious to me because a couple... I mean, not even a month ago, 
all you could find was people ripping just on Quicksilver yeah. and just destroying how he looked in Days of Future Past, how Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver and Avengers is going to be so much better. This Quicksilver looks like a pussy, but apparently he's one of the best parts of the film, um, which I'm kind of interested to see. That actually makes me really want to see it more because Quicksilver to me has always been kind of... He's basically... He's the, Marvel Flash, right? Yes. He's never... And, like, honestly, with some of the powers that most of the X-Men have, a fast guy, like, a fast guy has never been, like, the guy that really makes me go, sweet. Like, I've yeah. never been, like, whoa, fast. That's the power right. I want. But um, but apparently, his character is really uh, shining. So, uh, another thing to check out in uh, Days of Future Past. On top of that, they're also... Uh, they've also announced another standalone movie. Uh, you've heard uh, heard about that based on another favorite X-Men character. And this one will be... It's a Gambit movie. Uh, great which, news. Great I love news. Gambit. Absolutely. I think that's most... I, I think for our generation, the people that especially grew up on the X-Men cartoon, Gambit was always everyone's favorite character. Um, when he, when they said that Taylor Kitsch was playing him in X-Men Origins Wolverine, I was ecstatic. I saw it. I saw it. And yeah, he, I did, he it. did really good. Um, I think he... But the movie sucked. But I think the movie just sucked. And, uh, so now... I actually was okay with them if they just kept, uh, if they had kept him. I would have been fine with oh, them yeah, absolutely. keeping Taylor I thought Kitsch. he was, I thought he was great. When I, when I first heard that they were using him, first off, I was a big fan of Friday Night Lights and his character on that, Tim Riggins. He did really well on that show, so I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's good. And he had the look, he had the long hair, he was, you know, yeah, he just had the look of Gambit, basically, and I was ecstatic for it. And then that movie did abysmal. Yeah. And and so that put a damper on everybody with, I think, even the studio with Gambit just in general, because they, for some reason, factored him into the problem, even though that wasn't the problem at all. Um, but now... News has come that Channing Tatum will be playing Gambit. How do you feel about that? Oh boy, uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, I think we're, we're getting like some that cell phone buzz. Yeah, we you know when that cell phone stuff happens. Anyways, it doesn't matter. That's the train we're rolling on. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, so like, Taylor K- Kitsch, fine. He was a. He was a respectable kind of looking guy, and he was at least... I mean, I'm not going to give Taylor Kitsch huge actor cred, but I just spot him like more. I bought the idea of him more. When I saw him in the film, it was so-so. Yeah. But Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum's, like, big. He's muscly. He's a meathead. Like, I see, like, a scrawny... I want a skinny guy for Gambit. I want a guy... Honestly... I think, uh, like, I actually think Andrew Garfield, who's the current Spider-Man, would have made a great Gambit. You know what I mean? He's got that lankiness, this attitude. I mean, but also you kind of want somebody who's uh, got that Louisiana drawl. There's tons of characters. I can't think of the one character that I'm thinking of off the bat, um, but in that show True Blood... There's a really Cajun character, and when you hear his voice, you just go, "Ah, oh, that guy could be Gambit, no problem." Yeah. And uh, I mean, I get why you go Channing Tatum because that adds X number of dollars onto your box office mm-hmm. for women going to see him, and for gay men going to see him, and for 
everybody that will just go see a Channing Tatum movie added on to all the people that will already go see a comic book or superhero or specifically X-Men movie, it financially makes sense. But, you know, casting him because he wants the role and he once lived in Louisiana, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, there's so many other people that I could, like, see. I don't know. Um, just because he's such a beloved character, too. It, 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 I think it hurts us personally just because we both are such big fans. We're still such big fans of Gambit. I just watched the Days of Future Past, the cartoon, the X-Men cartoon one, and he's, like, one of the main stars of it. And I was like, this guy is great. Yeah. This, is, this is excellent. And then you tried to picture Channing Tatum in that role, and I was just like, this is... I just I, like he's juggernaut. Channing Tatum should be juggernaut to me. You know what I juggernaut, mean? Juggernaut, <laughs> yeah. Like he should well, be a big or the blob. He should just be a big, disgusting character as opposed to the one that I actually like. Yeah, he <laughs> he can he could be okay. Look, Channing Tatum when you see him in comedy and kind of comic roles, I buy him a lot more. He's yeah. a lot better. He was like when you first saw him, he was not. Uh, at all interesting to me, but and G- the first GI Joe movie. Well, I mean, like the, I don't even count those as. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even see that. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I just wrote him off. But I'll give him credit. Like Twenty One Jump Street was really enjoyable. It yep. was fun. It was funnier to see him in his um, in that kind of light. You know what I mean? Yep. But he just wasn't. Uh, he just, I just didn't buy it. What's his, uh, okay, who is that, who is that, uh, guy, he was at the Oscars this year, uh, long hair, he was in the film about AIDS, he... Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto would be a, that's a wicked... Good, that's a good call. Would be a great... Especially because he, like, totally immerses himself in Great acting, acting chops, yeah, he can wow. do a southern accent, we've heard him do it, he's, and he's got and the he's long hair. too, yeah. He's, he's you know, he would be face, great. Yeah. Jared Leto. That's for Gambit, there you go. Damn, damn. But instead, that's, right. that's my new favorite. For but it. instead, we get it. But. We get Channing Tatum. Channing All right, Tatum. let's move on from this. Yeah. In other weird casting news, um, what about this one? George Saint Pierre in a remake of Kickboxer. Like what? Why? What? Uh, George Saint Pierre, for you folks who don't know him from movies, because you wouldn't know him from movies, except for Captain America Two. Captain America. He was Baltrock in Captain America Two, but other than that, he's never acted. He's a UFC fighter. UFC guys are like everywhere in Hollywood right they now. They are. They're and huge. wrestlers. Why are they? Why are they things? <laughs> well, but the, the wrestler thing is, as always, Vince McMahon just trying to expand his product base. Like, there's a WWF. Scooby Doo movie coming out soon or no? Who is what? This? Yeah, no. he's, he's got he's got a contract with. I, oh, they man, don't have another Scooby Doo movie coming out. There's no way. No, it's not Scooby Doo. There's but there's one where it's a cartoon characters going into the WWE world. Oh really? Yeah. So he's you know he's just trying to get as many he's trying to make as many rocks as he can. You know what I mean? Uh, with the UFC thing with the MMA guys. I think it's just because it's it'd be like putting a boxer in a movie in the sixties or seventies. You know, it's 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 not you're not getting an actor, you're getting a celebrity. And yeah. That, and that that'll bring people in the sense of like the freak show things, like, oh I gotta see this. I guess you don't need acting depth for kickboxer. For kickboxer but, though, come on. But don't remake kickboxer, guys. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. We can't say that about movies anymore though. We 
they're gonna redo everything. Like, I just, I mean, I like original ideas. I like original content. Yeah. So, okay. True. While we're on it, like, even even if it's sourced from something, but it's an original kind of group of characters or yes. a group of I like, you know, just idea. That makes me interested. Uh, which leads me into the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Have you seen it, folks? Have you seen it? Just big, round, perky tits. It's awesome. It is amazing. If you haven't watched it yet, check out. It's the second trailer. I mean, the first trailer, the first teaser was unbelievable, awesome. too. Great music. This movie looks like so much fun. It just looks It fun. just Absolutely. looks like... I mean, it, it, even it, like... Uh, it's it's it just seems unique. You have this like raccoon, and you know like the giant rocket tree. raccoon looks hilarious, yeah. and the giant tree, and even those two. It looks like rocket raccoons are like a new Han Solo, yeah. and Groot's the new Chewbacca. Absolutely, you know what I mean. It's, and then you have your it's like it, the classic gang. It feels like they've really taken like all the things we love. Like you know, the first shot is very Temple or not Temple of Doom, uh, very Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, and he's very and. Um, uh, Peter Quill is very, I won't say very Indiana Jones, but very under that kind of the anti-hero kind of, yeah. you know, not a hero at all, but he's doing the right thing. Batista's um, Drax looks amazing. Like, even if that guy doesn't say a word and doesn't act properly at all, just his co- his makeup and costume alone looks badass. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, I mean, it's the perfect Han Solo as a, you know, almost Yoda-sized character. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they're packing two punches into one, and then you get Groot, I, and just all the stuff they've shown me about those two characters looks great. In the, in the second uh, commercial, we finally get to hear Groot speak as well in this trailer. Uh, it, for those of you who know about the comics, the only words that Groot ever says is "I am Groot," and and and, it's, and like. The only person that understands him is Rocket, Rocket, right? Which is like, yeah, apparently, I am Groot, just said in different inflections, actually means different means things. Yeah. So it's it's totally the Chewbacca, uh, Han, like, Absolutely. Han team kind of thing. And I mean, they're pushing this Rocket Raccoon as like the new kid's favorite character thing. They're, 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 he's going to be the one. He looks badass. Yeah, he looks super he's, funny. He's going to be the one you're going to see on every lunchbox and on the t shirts, and every single kid's going to have his toy and buy his big... I'm sure they're going to sell the guns, like as Nerf guns or something like that, so every kid's going to be super soaking their buddies with uh, the Rocket Raccoon's guns. My my favorite moment in the trailer is a Rocket Raccoon moment. He's When he's just walking out, they cut to like a close-up of him and he just grabs his little raccoon balls and fixes his... Just adjusts his junk. I'm like, it just made him so much funnier, so much more real. The tone of this looks hilarious, but at the same time, really action-packed. Absolutely. It looks like... it. Honestly, it makes me feel Star Warsy. Yeah. It, it looks like guys with a lot of attitude, just ha- like... And it looks like just fun. Looks yeah. like it's going to be really funny, really clever. And I'm really excited to see this film. This is probably the film that I'm most excited to see this summer. Yeah, Guardians absolutely. of the Galaxy. I can't wait till August. No. Um... Uh, films, other films that uh, I can't wait for. Uh, there's a part of me that can wait for this now. Uh, Batman vs. Superman Absolutely. has announced its title uh, officially. 
Go, do, do you want to give it? I, I, it's I not even it. exciting. I can do it. To it's, keep the name of the next Man of Steel film is now called Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. You think it's setting up for a Justice League yet? Maybe a little bit. Might be. Maybe a little bit. Uh, no, it's it's now pretty much in stone that as soon as this movie's over, they're going right into production on the next one. They're going to try and get the Justice League movie the, out as quickly as possible. They haven't announced it yet, but they're uh, it's an eighteen month shooting schedule, so I'm sure they're shooting these two they're films back to back. Two films back to back, yeah. So that's so I don't know. What do you think of the name? Let us know. What what do you think? Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. I mean, it's better than like originally. I mean. They were talking about the name um, World's Finest. They you were told, throwing you that around. You about this, which I said to you, I suggested to you, it's possibly the kind of Star Wars Blue Harvest title that they're just going to put on the clapper and on all the call sheets so they're not getting charged crazy on every single place they shoot and every single, you know, if you Shooting have, in Detroit. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but still, regardless, if you have Batman and Superman in your title, people are going to go, oh, you have the money... To pay yeah. us more, so we're gonna make you pay more. If you say world's finest, nobody knows what that means. It could be about a, a golfer, it could be about anything, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's the same as Blue Harvest, it just doesn't mean anything. But this title now, I enjoy that it's Batman versus Superman. That's a cool, I mean, right off the bat, you have that title on a movie poster. That movie's gonna make more money than any movie's ever made before. That's, that's regardless, that's happening. <laughs> I, uh, don't, I don't know about that. I think, it's it'll, gonna, I think it'll do okay. Uh, it has to move from the spot. It, I, like, oh, absolutely. It, 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 it right now, it's at the same it's... time. We talked about this on the last podcast. It's at the exact same time as uh, Captain America Three. Captain America Three. Um, I seem to be not backing down. So nobody's far. backed down. Somebody's going to have to. And I, this film, I think has to. I think it has because to be it, it it does need to be, uh, you know, really like a flagship film to get. In like Justice League off the ground to get the you know Warner Brothers DC like DC universe. house in order. I, I it looks cool. The photo, uh, the Batman photo. Yeah, of Ben Affleck uh, with the car. Yeah, it looks looks, looks incredible. Really I really like his. I really like how uh, like it looks like leathery, like really beat up leather. Yeah, his costume. The cowl it, is very different than what. Yeah, was, it's, it felt like small with, from ears. Batman Begins. Through, uh, like, even all those costumes looked very similar aesthetically and especially cowl wise to the, you know, the Tim Burton, uh, Michael Schumacher films that we've seen before. Where they Michael used, Schumacher. Michael, what, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher, sorry. I apologize. I was mixing two crappy directors together. No, Michael Schumacher's a racer. Uh, oh, is that what it is? Ah, okay. Yeah. I, sorry, I thought I was doing Michael Bay with no. Joel Schumacher, but yes. Oh, that's true. Um, no, it, it looked, you know, the ears are longer, the, it's, it's, there's more focus on the cowl, whereas this one looks almost similar to the Adam West one, where the ears are less protruding, and it, it just looks cool all around. It looks yeah, like a really so cool like costume, and it gives you a little hope that... It's the take on a Frank Miller yes. sign, and the whole, like... Yeah, um, absolutely. The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, I think it looks, it, it looks cool, but I'm, I'm not that, like, I'm not that sold... I still think this film sounds like it has a lot of... I I worry it might uh, have Amazing Spider-Man 2 syndrome. Like uh, packing too too much into one flick. I just want this to be Batman versus Superman. I don't even really give a shit about Superman that much. People are going to hate me right now. (laughs) 
uh, hate away. But Superman, to me, has never been that exciting because he can just do everything. Yeah. Just whatever he needs to do, he can do. I just want to see Batman mess him up a little bit, and then they go, hey, let's beat up some other dudes. Let's work together, yeah. Um, if it's that, cool. If it's like, hey, there's a ton more stuff that we have to fit in here, yeah. bub kiss. Don't overpack it. And that's the thing as well. The When uh, Man of Steel was originally set to come out, they ended up giving it six months more in order for Zack Snyder to take the time to finish it properly. They've already extended this one. And it feels like with this whole Captain America 3 vibe, they will extend it more. It'll, even if it's only a couple weeks or a week even, they, they are. it seems like they are going to change the date on this one again. But mm. I don't know. I... I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to guess on it. It seems. It. It does seem though like the film is on a better track than it was. I would say, like during the like when they announced Gal Gadot. Yeah. Or Gal Gadot. Yeah. As the, you know, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and that kind of stuff, and the Jesse Eisenberg. At least with this photo, and the fact that they've finally given us a title, it's like okay, they're tracking. They're starting to make movement that actually yeah. means something. So, uh, you know, I'm going to keep following what's going on with it, obviously, but uh, am I as pumped as, say, about Star Wars? Uh, definitely not. No. Definitely nope. not. But in the same year, uh, Star Wars, Episode 7. Um, in Episode 7 news, uh, if you haven't seen JJ, uh, just sent out a nice little awkward video. You know? It's a cute little... Cute little video. He's very uh, hey, uh, well, he's, on the set. Uh, he seemed no. very gung ho about this from the. I mean, of course, naturally he would be. Yeah. But he's been very, you know, he's been good to these fans. You know, they, him and Lawrence Kasdan did the Happy Star Wars Day little announcement that they had. Yeah. Did you see the note that he gave to the casting crew that he put up on the first day of principal photography? No. Well, oh, it was the that? sweetest note ever. It said. Um, Tomorrow we we start this journey. I, I'm very much paraphrasing, but it's very well. It was, I was very assuming, well written. Yeah. It said, uh, "Tomorrow we set out on this journey. I'm so excited for it. This sounds ambiguous, but the entire world is waiting for this film. Let's not disappoint them." Yeah, it was, it's just very sweetly written. It was all to the cast and crew, and just kind of saying like, "We have big shoes to fill, mm -hmm. but." We, we can do it kind of thing. So it, it's, it's, he seems very, you know, I mean... He, I mean, I would be genuinely super oh, pumped. Oh, he'd be ecstatic no matter what, but I mean... And he's, he's the right director for it. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be good. I think Spielberg is going to do one. I really think, think? Spielberg is going to do one of these three. Yeah. I don't know. I just think like... But anyways, this guy, he's the new Spielberg. It's going to be great. He, uh, in this video that he put out, he, uh, it's a contest. He's starting this contest... Um, to make uh, basically you win a trip to Pinewood Studios in London, uh, like to be a part of Star Wars Episode Seven. Uh, the f video is really funny. It's on YouTube. Uh, I, I maybe it's not that funny, but it's like I mean he's awkward, so I think it's pretty funny. But yeah, here uh, I talk the exact same way. So yeah. you guys both do a good Jeff Goldblum Woody Allen. <laughs> so. Um, but in the background, you see, like, one of your first looks at, like, uh, you know, this weird alien, you know, it looks like Tatooine, you yeah. know, they're filming in Abu Dhabi, it's, it's really exciting, it's really fun to watch it happen, 
Uh, he's starting this program. It's called Force for Change, uh, which is like it's helping kids and supporting uh, UNICEF innovation labs and programs, apparently. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, you know, it's really good. Uh, really good, like, um, little, little deal there. Uh, you can go to www.omaze.com slash Star Wars. Uh, and it'll give you all the information and uh, support a good cause. Why not? Why not? Uh, now or, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's the news. Okay, we got all the news out of the town, way. Folks. Shit, 36 minutes. Where does the time go, my friends? Where does it go? Uh, so we're going to move on to pleading the fifth. It's time for us to plead the fizif. Uh, so, uh, like we said, for pleading the fifth, we're giving our top five movies. That scared us as children. And looking back at us, like, why did any of these films scare us? We're going to explain that to you. Absolutely. Uh, you want to do your five first? I want, you want me to go first? All right. Sure. Okay, starting it off, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins absolutely scared the crap out of me. Gremlins I was, is on my list. I, 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 I kind of scared of the dark. Was, I, uh, I, it's one of those movies that I still am hesitant to watch now because it scared me so bad as a kid. I've seen it since, and I, I was still kind of horrified. But I, I just remember, like, I have this specific memory. I was at, like, a babysitter, like, daycare house, mm -hmm. and they put it on for all the older kids. And I always tried to be the tougher kid, and I'd watch about three minutes of it, and then... As soon as that's the exact, scared. I have the exact same situation. A yeah. uh, babysitter brought it over to my house. Yeah, and I was too young for it. Yeah, it was just too, Absolutely. it was too much. And it's so silly. It's such a silly movie. That's actually that makes me think of another one that I could have put on my list, but I'm not going to do it. Um, actually, yeah, we're going to do that. I'm going to cross out the next one that I had. <laughs> All right, I was gonna, it? I was gonna do Never Ending Story. Scared you? Yeah, there's. I think the idea of nothingness kind of freaked me out a bit. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm off. Maybe I, I just kind of went. So what's the new one? What's the, the new one? E.T. 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 E. scared off shitload of people. Scared the shit out of me. The very beginning with all the guys and like that you see the the keychain and the and the lights. I remember just seeing that very opening scene and being very freaked out by it. And then coming back to it right when both Elliot and E.T. are when sick. And that's sick in the tunnel. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Freaky. That's, like just is. the idea of something like that would scare the hell out of me. Still creepy looking like now. Absolutely. So yeah, Gremlins E.T. Next one. Good call. People are gonna debate if this is a kid's movie, but like we said, it's films that scared you as a kid. Yeah. Independence Day. I could see that. The scene where um, the weird long-haired doctor guy has the thing around his neck and the alien speaking through him. I left the theater, man. I think I was like 12. Really? I was like 12 and I, got, I, I just did that. I gotta go to the washroom during the most important part of the movie and just went out and like had to catch my breath and be like, okay, you're here with all your buddies. Toughen up, pussy. Like, I just, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. had to get back in the game. And then the rest of the movie is... is uh, it's not great, but it is. It, it has a good climax. It has a good battle scene, and you know, uh, Will Smith was cool back then. That's so. like Jurassic Park syndrome. People were really afraid of the like that spitting that spitting dinosaur. Spitting dinosaur. That'd be another good one as well. Um, next up, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, there's yes. some really creepy stuff. Absolutely, in there. Christopher Lloyd when he when you find out that he is a tune as well. I just remember that scaring the hell out of me. Um, Great film, uh, still get a boner over Jessica Rabbit, but who just, does? Just, just, just that hit Christopher, Lo and that was one of the reasons why I was always, as much as I love, you know, 
the stuff he's been in, I love him as Doc Brown and everything like that. There was always a part of me that was scared to see a movie with him in it because he was so, he creeped me out so bad in that film. Finally, the last one, and this is where I had a, another point where I kind of, I put something in and then took it out. Um, Home Alone 2. <laughs> I, I can remember being right. in the theater and when he's going through Central Park, that really got to me. Just like the idea of being alone in a park and the... The, the creepy the, the bird one, shit woman is... Yeah, well, the one guy goes to him, watch it, kid! And then he gets into the cab, and he's like, it's scary out there. And the guy turns around, not much better in here, kid. Yeah, yeah. And that, those two back-to-back really... Like, the hookers didn't bother me. They still don't bother me to this day. But those two, <laughs> it's like in Ghostbusters when you see the cab is at Ghost. Even though it's a funny scene, it still gives you a bit of a fright. You're like, oh, man, that guy's in a cab with a ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely. It, and in that one there, he got in with what could have been a good, what could have been Jabba the Hutt. Like, it just absolutely got me. So that's my sure. five. Um, so we, the only ones we have similar are Gremlins, correct? Yeah, so okay. Gremlins is off my list, which is fine. I, I The first film that I was really terrified of, uh, and it has to do with a film that's opening up soon, was, so Maleficent's opening up soon. I was terrified of Maleficent when I was growing up. When I saw Snow White, uh, when I was a little, little kid, S- Maleficent is a terrifying... She's she got is. horns coming out of her head. She can go through walls. She can turn into a dragon. She is a... That's an evil bitch. Yeah. That is some crazy shit. And she's mean. She's mean as shit. And that's why I was shocked She just wants to prick you with needles. Yeah. I mean, that is creepy, yeah, underground, is weird shit. Yeah. And she's just green. Uh, she is a fucking... You know, she's She-Hulk. Like, she is the freakiest bitch. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Snow White. I really... You know what I mean? And they lure you in with all the cute... Snow White looks super non-threatening, even. You got the little midgets running around. Everything seems copacetic. And then this crazy horned bitch just flies out of the it's wall the and turns you're, into fire. You're talking about the wrong movies. What Sleep, am I talking about? Sleeping Beauty. Is Sleeping Beauty. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty is Snow White. As soon as you said Sleeping dwarf. Beauty is... Sorry, yeah. As soon as you Aurora. said dwarfs, I was like, oh, man, what are you talking about? You're mixing them up. I yeah, do, too. Wow. I've, I've mixed yeah, those yeah, up Yeah, no, no, that, that totally makes sense. Oh, so, oh, yeah, Aurora was hot. Aurora was hot. Yeah. Princess Aurora. Okay, and then they have the fat little uh, fairies. Yes. They lure you in with that. Yeah, yeah. I just mixed them up in my brain no, right now. No, that's fine. They all live in a house. I didn't realize how similar those films are until just now. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Sorry, guys. Jesus Christ. There's some Disney fans... Losing their shit. Well, fuck you. That's some weird Nazi propaganda shit back in that time anyways. (laughs) Fucking... All right. uh, right. So, (laughs) moving on. Um, The next one that I got... I can remember watching and crying my eyes out in was Ghostbusters 2. I was... was, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 Ghostbusters 2 really freaked me out when... Especially when the baby... I remember when the baby... Was in the tub and the goo starts coming like in. I yeah. was really genuinely afraid for the baby when the, I was a little kid. And the Vigo stuff, the coming out of a painting, coming out of a painting, the thing going around Sigourney Weaver, that got me too. Man. Yeah, That's, there was yeah. a lot of creepy stuff in uh, in Ghostbusters too. Uh, Ghostbusters one as well, but Ghostbusters the original one never scared me. Ghostbusters two got to me somehow. The the scene where she's in the chair and the hands go up. Yeah, that. I remember that scaring me as a kid, and it's still one of those things now where I'm like, that would suck. Like if that <laughs> if that happened, I'd be I would I would be freaked out. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I get what you mean, and and uh, yeah, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters two were borderline on my list. Yeah, continue. Uh, 
I already mentioned Jurassic Park, which wasn't originally on my list, but I substituted it for uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist again, not a kids film, no. but uh, but ki- I was at that age, you know, that like you know, six seven age, age when yeah. Poltergeist was big, and everybody always wanted to watch it, and it freaked me out. Didn't like Poltergeist. Yeah. Um, the third one, I didn't. I don't think I ever saw the second one. I think I went right from one to two. And oh this, no. The third one really, because it's all mirrors and and reflections. Yeah. That's a creepy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the last one, now I can understand, some people might, like, get on me a little bit, this is a bit of a pussy move, fine, whatever, um, my girl, <laughs> really, wow. uh, right. my girl seemed really, it was really cool, really fun, I thought it was like, man, this is like, you know, when you're little and you start thinking, okay, you know, you might get little boners and things like this when you see girls and you're starting to get excited and whatever, and then Macaulay Culkin just dies like a bitch from a bee sting, yeah. um, and that nerd, and I'm like, I always, and then I started getting allergies, so I was <laughs> terrified, because I'm like, shit, I don't want to get a bee sting, and end up like that motherfucker and yeah. my girl. girl everything seemed everything seemed pretty cool, and then he just like just he would just get fucked up, and I got really freaked out by that. I was really upset when uh, when Macaulay Culkin died in My Girl. So there you go. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you haven't seen My Girl, um, guys, uh, that's that, we're pretty much at the end. We're gonna do our dunce cap for the week and then that's it you know we uh we've given you a good 45 a solid 45 you know this will take us to the 50 and then whatever go fuck yourself this is a free podcast absolutely um our dunce cap for this week uh this is the guy who has really made an idiot move and something that really shit the bed this week uh ryan gosling guys uh ryan gosling Really fucked up at Cannes uh, this year. Um, and it's like the the talk of the town. Anyways, so he showed up at Cannes. It's his directorial debut. He screened the film. And everything that you can hear about the film is just brutal. And apparently, like, people, you had critics walking out. You had critics, like, shouting during the movie. Um, wow, really? A lot of the things that uh, came up were things like... Um, uh, apparently it's super self-indulgent, like really self-indulgent. People are comparing it to, uh, saying it makes Harmony Corinne films and, uh, David Lynch films look really logical and you know what I mean? So it's gotta be really whacked out and out there. And apparently it's just, you know, it's all about, uh, Gosling and what every, one of the worst things that I read about it uh, in this review that's getting a lot of traction was it seems like Ryan Gosling has had a lot of yes people around him for a long time yeah. and nobody being able to say hey man that's a really weird idea yeah. like nobody being able to step in there and just tell him this is this is whack I don't get why people like you know you've had so many like you had the whole we, we kind of talked about him when we were debating who the dunce cap would be Shia LaBeouf did the thing where he copied he copied somebody's movie outright. You know, all these young actors are trying to get the director's spot, something that people work for their whole lives, and then they're just shitting the bed on I just, I actually read a funny article about, it's not comparing these two movies at all, 
but they were talking about Freddy Got Fingered and how Tom Green wrote that movie and was like, we're not changing anything and I'm directing, mm -hmm. which it's a not the right way to go about it when you're trying to keep your career as big as it was, especially at that time for him. Yeah. And when he did his director's cut, he liked it, and then they go and do a test screening, and every single person hated it, so they changed all the stuff. And he's like, so the movie you see now isn't what we were, what I originally put out at all. And I still can't imagine that that movie would be phenomenal if you saw his director's cut, but I just don't understand why you bite the hand that feeds you so bad. Like, when you... Who you knows? Know, it's I think, again, yeah. Just it's gotta be your you, yes You have a lot of yes people around you. Uh, I don't know, but... I mean, like, I know Ryan Gosling, his next film, he, he's in a Terrence Malick film coming yep. up. So maybe he just got some whacked out tree of life awesome, shit yeah. ideas in his head, and, you know, in the film he was making. But apparently it's just out there and just being flatly panned, like, you know, terrible. So poor Ryan Gosling. But you're wearing the dunce cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you, can, you can still bang every person that yeah, exists sure. in history uh, from now to the end of time and before time. Before Breaker High, he went to the same high school that I did. Oh, yeah? And a guy that tutored me actually punched him out. So, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, you got knocked out by Jag, and you got the dunce cap, son. What up? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so that's it, folks. Um, that's the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check out... Uh, the Ice Holes Comedy Podcast as well. Um, it's just comics talking shit, basically. And, uh, and yeah, this has uh, been The Real Idiots. If you like us, uh, make sure you share us along. Uh, make follow sure you Twitter. you know subscribe. Uh, all that stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Reem himself. I'm at Duder McNarley. And we're... It's at Real Idiot? No. At Real Idiots. You yes. can also follow us uh, there. We po try to post some movie news and that kind of stuff uh, on there as well. So, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, have a good one. And, um, oh, yeah, last time we said we never do this. We always say we'll do this, but we never do it. That we need, like, a good, like, ending line. You know? We, we said it last time. We did. Yeah, and we're like, and then we came up with one, and then we forgot it yeah, again. We we bounced on it, yeah. So, keep it real. Keep it oh. real. Oh!